Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to the most innovative hunting gear and services. Here are your hosts, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, and the person you heard uh, snorting there in the background, that was Richard. How you doing? <laughs> you good. Got I got allergies? a little bit of a... Yeah, I got a little bit of an allergy flare up today. I uh I don't know. I think I'm readjusting to the to different climate here since I've been uh spent the last five days in the uh in the sunshine state. So which uh yeah. Uh, well, you know, I mean, just speaking of the cli- climate, God, yep. I just and I know we've mentioned it many times here <laughs> this winter, but so it's like forty yeah. degrees today. It'll be seventy yeah. on Sunday. I mean, good God! Oh you, no, your your system must be going haywire. And why is that? Where were oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> oh well, it's funny you should mention that. Well, first, hey, what of a all, segue! And you know, the 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 the, the temperatures changing like that is why the polar bears are dying. You know, they're eating Arctic puffins and seals on the icebergs, and then it turns seventy in Antarctica, and they all melt and die. Oh, it's no. a it's a tragedy. Um, yeah, no, I was in uh, I was in Disney World. Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh golly, it was. It was. It was good. It was. It was fun. You know, with an eight-year-old and a four-year-old, it's you're going to Disney World, unless you're one of those eight million adults that we saw. And I'm just like, man, you, you. I mean, hey, each to each their own. But you pick to come here, you know, where there's diapers and every trash can, screaming kids, and you mean uh, just adults. The, the million adults you saw that didn't have kids with them. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, you intentionally came here. I mean, <laughs> you know, good for you. But I, I just, I, I'm just not. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm just. I don't want to offend anybody, of course. But uh, I just, man, um, no, it, it was great. You know, and it, it was, it was definitely magical. But I mean, every morning I woke up just get. Yeah, you know, like remember that. Remember that feeling you get before you're about to go two a days? You know where you were contemplating throwing yourself off a bridge or Oh my god. I'm, you know, it's I can't believe you said that because two nights ago. Oh no. Two, two nights really? ago I had the most vivid dream. And it lasted all night. Like I didn't wake oh. up or anything. And it oh, was that... I was back at the beginning of football season, senior yeah. year. Oh yeah, and, and just thinking, okay. And I it, I remember speaking of two nights <laughs> in the dream oh. We just got done with practice is where it started. And I remember we're sitting right. in the locker room, and I, I, I distinctly remember asking, so are we having two-a-days, two-a-days, two-a-days? <laughs> <laughs> so funny you say that. Yeah, but we're doing five-a-days, days, days. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I used to have those dreams uh, up until about two years ago. Every July, I would have a dream, you know, that you know, my, we would go to this, this, this camp. That's about all I'll tell you about. It was in East Texas, and it it made me want to throw myself off a pine tree. It was awful. God, it was awful. Uh, and our and we would stay in the East Texas. Well, back then it was East Texas or Commerce, uh, East Te- East Texas and Commerce, whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, my coach would come and pound on our door at five thirty. Dun dun dun. One day closer. You know, and it kind of guy was anyway. Uh, but it just but talk about miserable. Anyway, so that that's kind of what I felt like waking up in the morning. I was like, here we go, baby. Here we go. You know, I get in the shower and I stretch because, I mean, you know, if you haven't been to Disney World, you, you strap your shoes on 
and you load up your backpack full of water and, and God only knows what's going on, you know, God only knows what else. And, and you, you go, you go and you're out there and you're doing your thing and you're, and you're, it, it was, it was warm and it was really funny because you could tell all the people that were from the North because, you know, it was, it was, you know, the high I think was about 70. I think it was about 70 and, um, but you know it was the feel like was 85 and you could just see these people like oh, oh my god it's really hot isn't it like man son i'll show you hot is this it august is here? oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah but uh yeah we we did all the usual stuff it's a small small world where you yeah you, know, you hear it's a small small world for 10 minutes in every language you can imagine and, and then yeah, it's stuck in your head for uh, oh days. oh terrible <laughs> I kept I kept telling my girls, I'll give you a shiny quarter if you take a scoop full of that water down there. That's the same water it's been this ride since I was in sixth grade when I came here. Uh, no takers there, but uh, it it was it was it was a good time. It was a good time. So um, got that check that off the list. Uh, definitely got some uh, points to use towards some weekends. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the off season and getting after it. Very good. So, is this going to be an annual tradition? <laughs> In oh no. no, no, sir. We went with uh, the oldest, and we went with the youngest. Dunzo. Yeah. I remember looking back at those magical gates and saying, "Son, I ain't never going to see you again. If I do, it'll be when I'm like seventeen. I'm bringing my little scooter. It's going to be yeah, fantastic." Yeah. Ride a drive around the, oh, absolutely! A beer and a turkey leg, and oh, yeah. So dude, let speak, me ask. Okay, yes. Yeah, well, hold on. Speaking of a rascal, uh, cr- crazy thing. So we're at Hollywood Studios, okay? And I know we're getting uh, getting off in the woods here, but this this is this is crazy. We're in Hollywood Studios, and we're waiting in line to see Olaf. This is that stupid snowman thing who I can't stand. That's the best difference. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awful, yeah. Right that So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're waiting to see Olaf. And, you know, the, the, the line to see Olaf, it really isn't that deep. And it's one of these, you know, they snake you around, right? And they've got these big metal poles and then this, this chain link going, you know, from, you know, whatever, you know, uh, separate or between the poles, right? And so we're sitting there, and we're sitting kind of like with our back to like a little straightaway because the gate, it really wasn't a big line, so they opened up so you didn't have to zigzag so much. Well, oh, I, I, I'm sitting there facing, kind of contemplating death and all that kind of fun <laughs> stuff, and you know, why am I sweating so bad and, and all that. And then I, all of a sudden, I hear Julie go, my, my wife go, oh, my God. <laughs> and I see her, and she has thrown her stuff on the ground. And she is... She's got all of her weight and, and her, and she is pushing on this rogue rascal, this what? old lady <laughs> who has blown, who forgot to take a right turn to go down the other column and has run over this poor little kid who couldn't speak English. Oh my God. So, so, oh, it was unbelievable. The rascal was on top of this kid. Uh, not all the way, but he's like, oh, I mean, he was, he's speaking Spanish. I couldn't understand what he was saying, but <laughs> i tell you one thing. He was not happy. And this, of course, his parents just sat there like, okay. I'm like, what well, are you doing, they, dude? Were they like in shock? Oh, no, I, I, I think they were. And Julie and I jumped into like lifeguard mode, you know, and we, we were sitting there pushing this. 
And of course, the, the the woman's like, I can't move, Harold. I'm like, God, Harold, what do we? And he's like, Maureen, what are you doing? I'm like, God, what the hell is going on here? It, it was it was crazy. So so she, if you can imagine an old lady on a scooter, you know, she's kind of run over this kid. So I put my weight into it naturally, you know, the old days. And uh, I, I made you, you got you got leverage, right? Oh, so oh, oh! Know. I I, I punched separate shuffle, right. shuffle, shuffle <laughs> down the line. You know, yeah, yeah, big time. It all came back to me. You know, because going through all those stupid pins that we had to, you know, with the fire ant beds and all that. Anyway. Yeah, so we're able to to finally get the kid away, and he he really he wasn't he wasn't hurt, but the lady had these two, I mean, like chain slices in her wrist and her joints of her arms, and her husband was just like, oh my god! Of course, she's screaming because she she can't, I guess she just doesn't have the the brain function or whatever to like let her fingers off the gas, so her husband has to like rip her hands away. God, wow. that's the damnest thing I ever. Oh yeah, it was crazy. Huh. He's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Is he okay? And of course, this kid, this kid's probably 12 and doesn't speak any English. So I kind of look, kind of touch him on the shoulder. Yeah, his parents still hadn't said anything. I touch him on the shoulder. I'm like, hey man, you okay? And of course, he just kind of looks at me blank stare. I'm like, damn, he really doesn't understand anything. So I kind of move my leg up and down. I go, let me let me see you do it. And I was like, be in, be in. He's like, yeah, be in. I'm like, okay. He's like, he's a little <laughs> cut, but God, it was wow. crazy. Wow. Oh yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. Well, who knew? Who knew yeah, you'd come no. back a hero? No, sir. Well, it really wasn't me. It was, it was Jewel, yeah, you know? Uh, but we weren't approached by anybody in the park. I thought they were going to rename Olaf, you know, my wife. Right. Call, her, call her Julie. I call it Julie, that stupid snowman. But anyway, yeah, a little a little crazy. But I'll tell you, it kind of it kind of woke me up. Like, I was ready to, was ready to live again. It, it was, yeah. You got a little adrenaline rush. Yeah, it's yeah, like wow. You, you stopped thinking about your lower back, and I, I did. I did. Well, or the fact, or the fact that the I don't want to take this backpack off because my fishing shirt underneath said backpack is <laughs> oh, completely soaked. I mean, right. completely soaked. And of course, the 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 moisture from my back was rolling down to my pants. I and mean, you can only imagine. <laughs> oh God, it's completely soaked. <laughs> Yeah, I thought somebody called me out. I was like, "Yeah, I just took a swim." That that's the reason why I'm soaked from head to toe. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, that's that, good that stuff. Was a good, it was a good preview, a good preview of things to come. Yeah, I. Well, it's it's funny because I can actually I, I'm picturing it happen. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's well. Well, good job. Tell uh, tell Julie, uh, well done, and she deserves a medal. She really does. Yeah. It really does. That she got to meet that stupid snowman. So that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now let me just ask you one last thing before uh-huh. we move on to yeah. something else. Uh, your your back. Because yes. if I were to do that that situation again these days, you know, probably, yeah. probably. Oh man, if I made it to two thirty, three o'clock in the afternoon without much back pain, I'd probably be in great shape. So what was it like? You know, as far as like like my my just walking with the yeah, backpack yeah. and. All? Well, you know, back pain. Well, yeah. I mean, no. I, the back pain was fine. I mean, I, yeah. I have lost a little bit of weight, so I don't have this gigantic. I mean, I have a gigantic barrel in front of me, but I it's not as big as it used to be. So um, that has definitely helped. And I, I had tennis shoes. You know, I mean, I was I was seeing people walking around flip flops and stuff. I'm like, oh, dude, God, you're dead. No. Yeah, you uh, you will not make it. I mean, we we walk. We're walking miles, miles. Um. So I, you know, just a good pair of tennis shoes, I think, is key. 
Um, and yeah, you know, I don't like the way fishing, like my way, the way I look with tennis shoes off, I'm like wearing a, a fishing shirt and, you know, decent looking khakis, but I was like, you know what, I am going for practicality as opposed to, uh, oh, you have to, yeah. oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, there's your, there's the tip for the night. The tennis yep. shoes. Yep. Tennis if you're shoes going to Disney World. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if old, uh, old Pat, Patrick Mahomes wore tennis shoes while he was out at Disney World. You know, it was I funny. Did. Because we were there, uh, he he had just well he was he was there the Monday before. Yeah. yeah so, what 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 a badass! That kid oh, yeah. is amazing. He is. And literally could change the NFL, and God knows it needs to be changed. I mean, well, I he hope he role model for the world. I mean, it, it, I just I hope he brings something back to tech. For, <laughs> you know. Yep. Yep, I mean, if there's a university, a football program out there that could use a little help after everything that we've gone through and continue to go through and probably will continue to go through, we're that we're it. We could use it. Yeah, and, and we're not going to – We're not obviously, if we, if we are, we're terrible at it or we're not in the, the cheating mode, unlike some schools in our conference, that's blatantly obvious. Mm-hmm. I, won't, I won't name um, in mm-hmm. several sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and but the one particular in between Dallas and Austin, <sighs> but no big deal. See if yeah. we get any uh, any hate voicemails on that. Speaking uh-huh. of, yeah. was, remember, folks, uh, you know, we want to hear from you. So uh, if you don't agree with what we just said, but I don't see how you can't, uh, <laughs> give give us a shout on voicemail. Uh, you know, go to feedbandit dot com slash show or actually no we gotta direct URL to that that's uh yes. feedbanditpodcast.com and that'll take you to where you can drop us a voicemail and uh, let us know what you think about uh you know football and basketball men's basketball and men's ba- <laughs> women's basketball on at a certain yeah. school to oh. <laughs> well hey tech up to number, point tech so long number, has been is number about, three about, well, baseball, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, hey, you know. And, and speaking of, uh, you know, just real quick, uh, where I was the week before, and I was in Vegas, and I tried to—I told you this—I yeah. tried to put down a, a bet on Tech winning the uh, baseball college world series. Oh, I okay. Uh, evidently, um, it's way too early to do that. So no, they, they haven't opened the betting as far as that goes yet. So I, I was denied that. But, uh, okay, I thought I thought you did it for football. Oh no no no, that was the College World Series. Yeah. Okay okay, because I mean that's there's that's a real possibility for that football. No, I was gonna put down the uh, uh just like twenty bucks on Tech winning the Big Twelve. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go all the way to the national championship, but uh, you never know. Weirder things have happened. So. Yeah no, I I think a safer bet would be like four game winning season. That would be. Uh... <laughs> Oh, actually, or make a bowl game. Oh, God. Get the toilet bowl. Oh, my God. I, just to make that would be great. All right, let's get off of that subject because yeah. I'm starting to, <laughs> You're starting starting to go down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what we want to talk about tonight. We, uh, an interesting, I guess, controversial subject. I, oh, you know about, more about it than I do. I, I, yes. I, I would have never thought it would have been controversial, other than the obvious reasons that any kind of hunting is controversial. Right. But, uh, of course. I don't know. You wanna you wanna yeah. take it from that? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the kind of on our little controversial series, uh, one of the the types of hunting that's that's gotten that's that's real controversial. It's controversial. Is that is that it? Yeah. Contraceptive. Okay. Is uh is is called hog dogging. 
and it, it is obviously with the, the feral hog population in Texas and in the deep South in general, it's, uh, it's, bec- and the fact that, you know, we're, we're from the South and we're, we're just kind of crazy like that. Hog dogging has become a real big, a, um, a, a real, has become very popular. And I, I kind of, I kind of relate it to noodling, you know, noodling for catfish has be, or, uh, uh, has become just has blown up as well. And, well, and I never so, heard of that till probably oh, the the hog even after yeah noodling till yeah after probably. yeah yeah. That, I tell you what, I will do anything outdoors, but I mean, can you? Just, no, I don't want to do it. Oh God, there, there's no way. Because knowing my knowing my luck, I will put my fist directly into the mouth of a a snapping turtle that was born in 1929 and who is just going to cut my freaking hand right off. Grab a water box or something. Oh, God. Yeah, There's no way. There's no way. But, yeah, hog dogging has become uh, become really, really popular. And so for those of y'all who are not familiar with it, um, you know, really what they basically do is, uh, you know, get a bunch of fellas out there and, uh, you've got you've got some um, you got dogs that go out there and actually, you know, track the hogs and and find them and kind of bay them, uh, if you will, bay the hog, which means just kind of keep it there. And they use hounds and you know in Texas they use blue laces, which is the 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 state dog of Texas, by the way. And um, again, they kind of bay the dog. Then they send the pit bull in there, and the pit bull is the one that really kind of attempts to subdue the hogs is, is, is kind of what I've heard. Yeah, there's d- different ways of doing it, different techniques and dogs and all that. And then you go in with either a gun or a knife, and I think knife's the preferable way, and stab that dude right in the heart, and uh, then it's, yeah, then it's it, that's it. Uh, so, yeah, there's, boy, but there's just a <laughs> there's million. There's a lot to go, go over there. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> Peter, see, like, I counted, oh, my uh, God. Yeah, I counted uh, possible, well, I don't know. I can I can hear it from the other side. Animal cruelty oh. on both sides. Oh, oh, absolutely. Hog and dog, but maybe I, I, more I, more dog because people are more familiar with dog. Of course, of course. But yeah. maybe not. Maybe because they don't realize how dangerous a hog can be. So maybe they wouldn't be that. Right. I don't know. You know. And then right. and then of course you know. Okay, you go in there with a knife. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Either it's wow, that person's insane. I mean, right. I could probably make that argument trying to right. tackle a hog. I, I would imagine. Oh God, I, I couldn't imagine. I, I, I think tackling a hog, you know, tackling a hundred twenty to one hundred and fifty pound hog equates to like me and you trying to would tackle like a Big Twelve linebacker, right? Or it just they they, they just are so a running back. <laughs> or, or a running back. They are so built and so so muscular and tough. That you just yeah you you're yeah. It ain't gonna happen, but you know it actually is is, is crazy. You talking about the the time of uh, the age that we're living in, you know about you know the things that people get concerned about that the human is probably the, the least of their concerns. You know, so well, I don't care if that stupid redneck gets killed, you know, by some hog, he, he deserves it. Um, but yeah, it, it's become a real real popular a real popular way of of hunting hogs, um, and apparently it's pretty effective. Um, you know, but obviously the, the dangers to both, uh, you know, both types of dogs, the pits and the, uh, and the baying dogs. And then of course to the human are, God, are, 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 it's, it's huge. You know, not to also, not to mention also the fact that it's, 
it's pretty disruptive to the habitats and, 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 you know, in the hunting area. So this, I know hog dogging is something that a lot of folks do typically in the off season. Cause I mean, you make so much damn noise, you scare everything within, you know, two counties of, of what's going on. So all the barking and, Oh God, all the barking. Uh, and then you got all these the rednecks. Really? Oh the rednecks yeah. Yelling yeah. probably. Oh, I don't right. know. Do they yeah. have whistles out there? Or I don't know. What yeah, well, doing? yeah. So, so what they do is a lot of them have collars, you know, so oh, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll either, you know, do it the old fashioned way and just run after them. Uh, but, but a lot of the dogs have got these tracking collars now to where they'll just, you know, they'll go to a real hoggy area, release the dogs. And then once the dogs have bayed a hog, they will they will start barking and then the it'll trigger the collar and then of course the humans come running in so um you know back back when hog dogging became real when it was starting to kind of in its infancy if you will you know the the you know the the dogs really didn't have a lot of um didn't really have a lot of protection and and my earliest and this was you know a decade ago my earliest you know seeing youtube videos and stuff about hog dogging was really um it, it was it was more just getting the dog getting the hog bayed and then you know held up and then you know the guy would come in with a shotgun or, or a crazy enough a knife you know nowadays they've added the pit bull in there and you know in the course of the pit bull is you know can be ferocious i mean they have a they have a terrible rep um but but now you know the you should see the armor they have on these dogs it's unbelievable well i was gonna and, say i mean <clears throat> I think I might have seen a video of this, you know, a while back. And yeah. but yeah, I mean, the, the if the dog gets up there that close to that hog, and the hog's going to be, you know, like any animal, you know, if it's cornered, it's oh, going to yeah. defend itself. Oh yeah. And uh, hogs, oh, yeah. I, you know, you always see, and I, and it's happened to me. Like yep. a hog's natural instinct is to charge, you know, the yep. the threat basically oh, or whatever. Course. So I can yeah. only imagine the damage that would be done to a pit bull or something. Oh like oh that. yeah oh yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I I saw a uh, and I'll try to find a picture. Well, I mean, God, you can go to websites now, yeah. and they make full body armor suits. I mean, wow. kind of these uh, the, some of the pictures I saw these these <laughs> these pit bulls look like umpires. You know, <laughs> they they got all this stuff up front around their throat. You know, basically, it just it's a shield that it's kind of like a reverse cowboy collar. It's what I saw. You know, for the old football uh-huh. days. And, uh, but it, but it 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 covers their throat and all that because you got to think about when the hog when a dog, you know, goes for it if if that that hog you know goes to swipe at him with his mouth, you mm-hmm. know, to to use its tusks to you know defend itself, you know, if it hits that dog in the in the jugular, he's done. All uh, oh, right. Uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it it is it is very uh, it's it it is very controversial. Um, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And I, I don't know how effective it is either. You know, I, I think one of the, the problems is, and I, I'm not, I'm not against it. I, I think it's fine. You know, you, you do what you want to. And, you know, I think as long as you protect your dogs and treat them well, that, that's really all I care about. And of course, humanely dispatch that hog as quickly as possible. Uh, I would say my only thing ag- against it, my opinion uh, would be, you know, from a management standpoint, really trying to effectively eliminate a lot of the hogs in your area, which, of course, as we've talked about, you'll never fully get rid of them all, is the fact that, you know, going in there can be so disruptive, you know, it's so loud and just mm-hmm. whatever that you'll probably blow those hogs into the next county, yeah. you know, uh, and you just kind of deer. Yeah, oh, well, I'm a deer, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So how? So, let's. let's that'd be, yeah. That's interesting. Let's say you're doing a. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know some sort of uh, supplemental program, you know, and you're, you you've been working on it really hard. You maybe have food plots and you got feeders around, blah blah, and you're yeah, you know, you're doing what you can to grow some good deer and keep them into your property and whatnot. And then you come through and you do something like that. I mean, I wonder what what that would do to you know any progress that you may have made. Yeah, no, you know what I, I mean, I, like, yeah. Because if it scares the deer off, I mean, I wonder what, what you know, will well, they come and, back? Or, you know what I mean? No, I, I think that's a really <clears throat> good point. Um, you know, I, I had a biologist I talked to one time, and I, I think you know who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. who, uh, who one time told me the deer have a very short memory. Um, he says that, that you know, because we, we were talking about, well, you know, we're, we feel like we're shooting too many deer at this blind, and you know, you know, gosh, you know, there, there's so many target animals coming to this particular stand, you know, are we going to shoot this blind? Are they, are they going to go nocturnal on me? You know, he said, Mm no, you know, deer typically don't have a, they, they have a real short memory, you know, and I, I never did much stuff. I never studied it afterwards, but you know, I, I, I don't know if it would be the same, you know, in, in a situation like that, you know, where, mm-hmm. you know, if you blow the deer out of there, would they come back? I, I can tell you that if, if, if you got, if you got a, a person out there who's really managing for deer and that's, that's what they really want to do. Um, I would think that they would trap the hogs or try to shoot them as opposed to just, you know, going into a deer's bedding area, trying to bay a hog and go crazy. Right, you know, because um, then you're gonna leave all the the scent everywhere. Oh, that's yeah. a, like a, a popular long term bedding area. You oh, know? yeah, no, for for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, and and you know, I also think there's a risk, um, both to the dogs, uh, and to you know some of the the native animals of of, of maybe running dogs through uh, prime deer habitat. You know, when there's fawns on the ground. You know, oh, I, yeah. a lot of the a lot of the dogs are, you know, I, I know like with quail dogs and, and, and dogs in general, they, they try to break them from deer, you know, especially quail dogs are out there moving. They spook a deer, you know, you know, whereas like I've heard with beagles and they're out there hunting rabbits, those damn things will run to their dead. <laughs> chasing deer. <laughs> but, but what would concern me is that, you know, again, if you're managing for deer and uh, you're in, and the fawns are starting to drop, you know, I, I sure as hell don't want a bunch of, a crazy dogs blowing through, you know, potential fawn habitat and, 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 you know, killing the fawn. Right. Uh, so that's something to think about. I, or I would... you mentioned quail. I mean, you know, yeah, turkeys, you go turkeys, through there, yeah. turkey and, you know, quail, if you're managing that, something like that. Same. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Now for, yeah. So, but, yeah, you know, I, I I do know people that do it. Uh, I know it's real popular in the South, and I know it's popular in East Texas as well. So, um, yeah, I'd be curious. I, I I'm sure we've got some listeners that that have done it, and we we love to hear from you. What are your experiences with it? Um, I actually watched a hunting show. Uh, I think it was a year ago where uh, instead of a pit bull, they used a Great Dane. <laughs> wow. Which was, I mean, it was, they were doing it. It was in Texas. They were doing it at night. And, you know, you, they, they send the great Dane out there. Gorgeous. <laughs> and then they put the spotlight. I'm like, ah, dear. Oh no, that's a great Dane. Okay. <laughs> huge. Right. Absolutely yeah. huge. Uh, and, and I, I was kind of wondering how effective 
is using a Great Dane who's so tall, you know, and 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 the the pigs are a little squatty. So, but I, you know, who knows? Now that was for uh, just uh, you know snuffing them out and running them up, and then well, I, I for everything. I I think I think he was kind of an all in one type thing. I think he was kind of a bay a bay dog and a you know keep still dog. I I you know keep the try to keep the animal still so you can get in there and kill it. But um, that was it was fascinating. Now, well, uh, do you have any desire to uh, go out there with a knife and? You know, I I I really don't, just because I can see myself falling on said knife, you know. <laughs> but I I sure I would love to go. I'd love I'd to go watch. Home. Oh yeah, God, yeah, man. I'd love to do that too. That's and, and fascinating. An, and an ATV, absolutely. Yeah, and so, an ATV, and your yeah. uh, your off road rascal. Yeah, oh God, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're like drive over there. <laughs> oh no, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, like you said, I mean, it'd be interesting to hear from some of our listeners if they've been part of, you know, one of those uh, hunts. You know, let us know kind of what you thought, think about it. Leave us a voicemail. Yeah. Oh. Yes, please, please. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be really interesting. And it'd be awesome, cool. I mean, we should. We ought to find someone to talk to who does it. I mean, I guess there's like, point. I don't know if you call them outfitters. Maybe there are I'm outfitters. Sure, there are. Oh yeah. But I mean, but the people who will actually come and do it. I mean, yeah. uh, you know. So I, I don't know if there's. I, I'm sure there's organized companies and stuff. Yeah. Like, we need to find one and uh, bring them on. You know, and that's a really good point that you you bring up. You know, the as much damage and trouble as feral hogs have have cost to the state of texas they have also created uh a lot of jobs and they've boosted the economy in in some ways you know you you just you you said something very interesting Uh, you know you know traditionally the way to you know you know you would uh you could book a hunt to go you know hunt hogs as a feeder you know well now with the you know with the coming of age of hog dogging of helicopter hogs, um, and then kind of the, the 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 new thing that's really gotten really gotten big are using these night vision AR-15s. Oh yeah, <laughs> which let, let me tell you, if you've not seen this on YouTube, check oh, okay. it. It is God, it, it is it is fantastic. I cannot uh, stop laughing. Or so then I oh stop. yeah. I don't know why it's like it makes me like giddy to constantly laugh watching. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! It, it is. It's just. It is just carnage. I, I uh, my favorite one, and when you type in, you know, night or thermal vision hog hunting, it it's one of like the top ten on the first page of YouTube is the one where they've got. Um, they're in. It's a little scary. They're they're clearly at a a cattle feed yard. It's in somewhere in Texas, and they've got, you know, there's like 20 hogs in there, and you can see them mingling amongst the cattle. Well, the hogs eventually kind of move off, and the the shooters get within, yeah, I don't know, probably 50 yards. Oh, God, it is just bad news. (laughs) You know, and the hogs are running everywhere as hog guts are blown everywhere and you can the hogs are hitting the pins and of course the cow they're like sweet jesus what is going on you know another good one to look out or good ones to look out there for are the night vision with uh uh suppressed but shooting uh coyotes oh god yes (laughs) oh yes you can get a lot of good uh good uh you know uh, uh tips on 
coyote hunting kind of from, oh, that, yeah. from some of the things they do and like you know when they'll <clears throat> make the noises to stop them or yep. they'll try you know get their attention to help, yep. da, da, da. Oh, kind yeah. of going back to our last podcast we were talking about yeah. i think it was the last one when i shot that one but i mean yep Yep. Yeah, those are great too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They, I, my favorite one, similar type deal. It's a cattle operation, and this, this, this. I think this is in the. I, I think I said I think it's always like in Nebraska or Kansas, um, but they've got a you know kind of a death pen, if you will, and it's where their cattle, like when they have cattle that die, they just. You know, they just move them over in the corner. Of course, God, the guys light up their thermals, and, and there's just billions of coyotes out there. You know, and they're God, they're just pounding them uh, as they're eating on these on, on these bloated, nasty cow carcasses. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely definitely worth watching. Speaking of coyotes, uh, the month of February is uh, is good for predator hunting because this is when the coyotes are starting to have their pups. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so the the pup in distress call um, can be pretty effective, you know, early March, April, you know, things of that nature. Uh, it is also, you might notice this, a little factoid for you about February, uh, it is also the skunk's breeding season as well. Oh. So uh, when you are traveling the great state of Texas, or really anywhere, you will see a an uptick on dead skunk carcasses. Um, it, it, it is actually incredible. So, so take notice, um, and, and not also not to not, I think it's worth mentioning, you know, skunks, skunks are a, a, you know, a predatory animal in the fact that, you know, they eat, uh, you know, they eat eggs. Okay. They, eat, you know, ground nesting birds and all that kind of stuff. So they're a problem for quail. Uh, they're a problem for turkeys and whatnot. So, uh, let me tell you, if, if you you want something fun to do, get your get your fellers and or your 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 fellas, the whatever girls and boys, and uh, and head out there with the, with a shotgun and some bag of shells, and uh, you know get your buddy on the front of your jeep or your truck or whatever it may be, and go spotlighting for skunks at night in February. It, it's again they're, they're everywhere. We we have not done it in quite a while, but I remember when we used to do it. Uh, there were times we'd kill five in a night. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, again, you're not going to be able to eliminate them all, but to kind of keep them in check is a good thing. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Full of tips tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we keep you on the payroll. Yeah. How's about Disney world skunk removal? Yeah. All kinds of fun stuff. (laughs) Awesome. Well, you know, go, just go back to the uh, helicopter hog hunting, uh, deal. Uh, you know, what, you know, my, one of my buddies, uh, Chris, uh, got done doing that about, I don't know, maybe a month ago or so. So I, and I was talking to him and man, it, that is awesome. That's something we need to do, but, uh, maybe we'll bring him on and, uh, he can tell us all about it. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be, that would be so fun. Oh. Those are great videos to watch too on YouTube. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, they, they more are... lead, more lead. Oh you know? yeah. Golly. That is so you, much fun. How do you kill the, the, the hogs. Yeah. <laughs> you just lead them more. Like guys, guys over there just dry heaving. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. well, that's a, that, was, that was a fun one. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So hope everyone out there, you know, enjoyed it, enjoyed that discussion and got something from it. Again, I just want to remind everybody, <clears throat> you know, call in, uh, leave us a voicemail and a question or a comment or whatever, and we'll address it on the podcast and even play it if it's uh, more or less clean. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, don't keep it too, you know, too PG. You know, PG-13 no. will work. Yeah. You know. But, uh, yeah, so go to uh, feedbanditpodcast.com. And that'll take you to the page where you can record your voicemail. And uh, we look forward to hearing from everybody out there. Um, other than that, uh, there's going to be a, a slightly different uh, exit to this podcast today. Because this week I was informed that our our uh, phone number in order to text in to uh, join our email list and you know get every all the fun stuff and tips and tricks and whatnot, uh, that number cha- was changed on us. And so now it's you need to text still the word bandit, but you need to text the word bandit to 33777, and that'll get you uh, on the email list, allow you to join us up, and uh, you can get uh, the things that uh, we send out. And we're working on a lot of good stuff to send out, so you want to be sure to get on that list for whenever we release that that stuff for you. Uh, so again, text the word bandit to three, three, seven, seven, seven to join the list. And, uh, yeah, I guess. So I, essentially I got to go back and, uh, remix a, mm. another outro. So I haven't done no. that. Yet. So no, okay. until, until I do that, you know, I gotta, we gotta do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Me. No, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I wonder why they, they changed it. Did they let us know about that? Yeah. Yeah. I got an email about it. So that's oh, why that's good. So I went in and, Messed with it. At least it's not like one nine hundred. You know, do they still have nine hundred numbers? Ah, shoot, I have no idea. That was a good dial. question for I might, late, I might late in the night to figure out. Yeah, I might dial one tomorrow just for the fun of it. <laughs> and you can let everyone know on the next podcast. Yeah, it's like so. I called some trick in Serbia, and uh, yeah. <laughs> It probably would go to some Eastern European. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. All right. Well, all right, folks. Thanks for uh, listening in to this episode of the Feed Bandit podcast. We really appreciate it. And don't forget to leave us a voicemail at feedbanditpodcast.com. With that, everyone out there, have a good one. Oh, and don't forget to support your local feed store. Yeah. Yeah.